Friday is April 26, 2023. This is the Blockchain Journal Podcast. I'm David Berlin, your host. And today I'm coming to you from Consensus 2023 in Austin, Texas, where we're on the show floor, surrounded by all kinds of exhibitors showing off all kinds of wares for the blockchain industry. The attendees are people from all walks, retail investors, Enterprise people who are investing in blockchain as an application platform. Standing with me right now is Dr. Ben Zong. He is the co-founder and chief operating officer of a company called NodeReal. Ben, thank you very much for joining me on the show. Thanks, David, for me. Yeah. yeah, it's great to have you. So, NodeReal. Let's start there and talk a little bit a little bit about what NodeReal does and how it might benefit enterprises, and then we'll go from there. Sure. NodeReal is like a one-stop uh, infrastructure provider. We set up this company from like two years ago. And so far we are providing like blockchain access service and also like enterprise uh, service for the blockchain itself. Which means like if you are from the enterprise, right, if you want to build your own blockchain, we can help you uh, totally right, from the blockchain itself and also blockchain access. Wait a minute, you say build your own blockchain. Why would anybody want to build their own blockchain? There's already, I don't know how many public blockchains out there. There are some private blockchain technologies. Why would anybody want to build their own? Yeah, when we are talking about the enterprise, right? Especially for for example, if you are considering like uh, Web two scenarios, uh, right? A lot of the uh, enterprise person they are starting from the private side, like for using the cloud as an example. They are starting from the private cloud, then go to the public cloud because in the enterprise there are complex requirements in terms of the there's uh, not only the technology but also compliance and regulatory requirements etc. Et right? That's why when the Web three go to the large scale enterprise, they really need to consider which level layer one they should go or they build their own. Right, so now it's a time, especially from last year, we see a lot of the enterprise customers, they are looking for their own applications, application chain. They try to palace that one. Actually, like even five or 10 years ago, they, a lot of the enterprise, they already have this try, right? They have the Hyperledger, they have i3 for their own like uh, private chain, but now they are moving to the layer one. They are looking for these kind of options. So you help companies build their own if they want it. And the reason you do that is because some companies who are coming from the traditional IT space. I know we have TradFi, you know, as opposed to DeFi. Maybe we should call it, or, uh, you know, uh, the traditional, I'm sorry, Trad, tradi TradFi stands for traditional finance, for those of you who don't even know what that means. And then DeFi is decentralized finance. You have all these sort of traditional technologies and then the decentralized version of it, maybe we should call that Trad IT <laughs> and decentralized IT, but why, uh, w with the companies that are coming from a very centralized Web2 way of doing things, they could go and do their own private blockchain, but generally speaking, almost every time we've seen one of those get launched, and I'll go with the Maersk and TradeLens example, it doesn't work out because they're not getting the true benefits of blockchain, which are which is all about decentralization. So how do you help them be successful if they want to do a private blockchain? That's a, that's a good question. Actually, you know, sometimes we maybe need to like uh, come back a little bit why they want to go to the leverage the blockchain or Web3, right? Because Web3 is dramatically change the, uh, the, the, uh, something like the ownership of the data. And a lot of the enterprise, they're coming to me, right? So we are, the first question we should, we should ask uh, or discuss with them is, uh, uh, how do we introduce more benefits to your business? Why you need to have this Web3 technology to your business? 
This is the first question typically we should, we should discuss a lot, right? So give, give one example. Uh, for example, this company is from the, like a big game company that they have a Web2 game. Uh, they only have a large user base, right? Then they, when they go to the blockchain, why they have this one? So they what's the answer to that? Like, what, do they even know why they want to go to blockchain? Or they just like, okay, that's the new shiny nickel and we want to be on that the same way everybody moved to cloud. Did they understand the benefits? Yeah, that's a good question. A lot of them, they learn from that, right? Because they see the, like, a blockchain introduce the GameFi, right? As you say, like, a DeFi, this kind of stuff, right? They try to think about how can they empower using this technology to, uh, they see the benefits. The benefits is the very quickly to reach the, you know, customers. I have a better incentive to, uh, uh, like, engage with their users, right? So that's the decentralization you know, the benefits for them. But private ledger is not really decentralized. But, but okay, yeah. let's move on. And to the extent that some company might want to build their own yeah. private blockchain, yeah. maybe start there, eventually work their way to what we sometimes hear about is Web 2.5 and then Web 3.0, kind of taking baby steps, getting into that fully immersive Web 3.0 way of doing things. What exactly does Node-Real provide? What's the technology that makes it easier for them to do that? Yeah, I want to use one example, right? For example, one of my customer is from the one of the largest uh, like a telecom company. They have their own like uh, a private chain builder on the R3, but now they are moving to the like uh, uh, want to leverage the public chain because they want to connect with their own uh, private chain to the public chain. How do we want to provide, right? So we provide the infrastructure uh, service to help them build their own chain. What's the infrastructure though? Like what exactly do you provide? You provide some sort of cloud-based infrastructure the same way Amazon or, or Microsoft provides in infrastructure that's especially tuned to the provision of a blockchain? Exactly, that's something like we try to build, right? It's something like uh, uh, Web3, as, as a Web3, AWS or uh, uh, Google Cloud, this kind of stuff, right? We provide, in this service, we provide uh, like a network itself. They can, be, they can own their network. At the same time, they also need a, a network access layer, right? Which is like a high performance RPC layer. And of course, they, all of these tools make sure their developers can build on top of that. So we provide this kind of one-stop infrastructure, make sure they can very easily build their own blockchain and build their application on top of that. So that's what we provide right now. Okay, so now let's talk about that journey from Web 2 to Web 2.5 to Web 0.3. And Web 2.5 is essentially code for, hey, I'm in a Web 2.0 world. Some of the stuff that's Web 3.0 is too difficult for our customers to embrace. You know, the idea of going out and getting a wallet. So maybe we'll figure out a way like the way Starbucks does with Odyssey. Look, we'll, we'll, we'll let you get NFTs, but it'll show up in your mobile app and you don't have to worry about all of those complexities of getting a wallet and figuring all that out. That's kind of like a web 2.5 thing. So when you're talking to your customers, how do you help them go through that journey? get to that web 2.5 stage where it's kind of one foot in the web 2 world, one foot in the web 3 world, but then eventually going fully onto a public chain and doing something more immersive. Exactly, this is a very, very good question because we really have this kind of customer, right? They, they typically heard like a Starbucks, Disney, this kind of case. This is the very easily understanding loyalty program to engage with the web 2. That's a very easy concept they can understand. So, so what you're saying, i just stop you there for one second. B2C companies, if you're in a B2C business, like a Starbucks or a Disney or somebody like that, a really good starting place to dip your toe in the blockchain water is with a loyalty program. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, yeah, because the reason for that one is uh, they can connect with the customer or like their users more closely, leverage this new uh, cutting edge technology, right? And also they can really expand their customers right, quite easily. So that's the uh, number one advantage. But secondly, you, they will think about how can they make this one as like a platform. It's not like just a one-time efforts. You build a one app, but cannot expand to your more like uh, other customers, right? So this is something like typically we help them to build a, a platform, means they can adopt more customers, uh, more like partners into this platform. And uh, for example, give one example, recently we have a partner in the loyalty program, they build a platform and they want to extend this platform as uh, infrastructure. And when they go to the infrastructure, we typically talk to them, uh, you know, how can they have their, uh, for example, owning the high performance access blockchain. And also if their user base is much larger, they may not go to the public blockchain because the gas fee is so expensive. The scalability is not enough. They may want to own their own blockchain. So then we are helping for, to make this platform more scalable. So that's what's the journey we are typically suggest to them. Right, a B2C platform being used for customer loyalty, we skipped over a really big important piece, which is what does that look like I'll, I'll lead the witness here. I know we're talking about NFTs, so you just talk a little bit about why NF, what NFTs are and why they are so well suited to building out a customer loyalty program on a blockchain. Yeah, the NFT is something like, uh, you know, fungible token, right? Which means the, the just as a membership, right? Easy ways to understand that that's something like membership. It connects to you, uh, you yourself to the project, right? Or the platform. And with that one, you get a lot of benefits from this project in the current stage or the future stage. So that's why I think that's something like very important for the, for the, uh, for the like uh, Web2. Uh, they can start for this because typically they have a very large user base there, right? So that's, a, that's something like we think, uh, you know, NFT is, uh, is a good concept there. Yeah, NFTs are starting to look a little bit like a substitute for something like frequent flyer miles, exactly. or I've heard some people refer to NFTs as the new cookie because cookies are so restricted and people are using ad blocker technologies in their browser to stop cookies. And so right now it's harder for enterprises to develop that sort of intimate relationship that they really want with their yep. customers. Yep. So you do see a lot of companies like Anheuser-Busch or uh, Starbucks using NFTs to reform that connection in some way. But under the hood, because it's a non-fungible token, an NFT, you still need blockchain to support that, is that right? Exactly, exactly. Especially, I, I, typically I want to use uh, one example, right? It's not just uh, build your own NFT and uh, uh, membership, right? For example, I'm from Singapore, right? So, I, I mean, I worked in the Singapore. If you are the membership of the Singapore airline, if you want to, you have this NFT for this one, right? But how do you like uh, uh, consume your loyalty program? Uh, in the Starbucks, but Starbucks have their own NFT and a loyalty program there. Through this blockchain, you can very easily connect them together. Uh, because your NFT in the uh, uh, your NFT and loyalty points in the blockchain for the Singapore airline, right, can be consumed very easily or exchanged very easily to the uh, to the Starbucks, right, uh, loyalty as well. So that's the beauty for this partnership or enterprise levels connection. Yeah. So long as you've got a whole bunch of enterprises out there doing B2C business and they start to see the value in yes. joining forces yes. in a way that the loyalty points can transfer from, uh, or the NFTs are somewhat transferable from one to the other. You see that happening in the airline business, just not with NFTs, like JetBlue and American have worked something out where their frequent flyer models are redeemable on both airlines. 
So, okay, well, uh, Dr. Ben Zhang, the COO and co-founder of NodeReal, thank you very much for joining us on the Blockchain Journal podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for me for this one. And uh, as the Web3, right, and also the consensus conference is here, right, we are really looking for the big opportunity in the Web3 and also like uh, all of this kind of enterprise adoption right now. Really appreciate this interview. Oh, well, glad to have you. Have a great show. Thank you.